you can see, yeah, no, it was good. And I, but what I love about it is I said that passion that he has for the team, that passion that a lot of Fitzroy fans have for their team, and it flows on into this, you know, our first sort of proper topic of. Uh, Oh, the other thing I watched was Year of the Dog, which was... How good is that? Have you seen it before? Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, good. Is that the spew-up one? Yeah, and I'll see you back at the social club. Yeah. (laughs) It's like this... I don't understand why more teams don't do a retrospective each year. I don't get it. But Pete's passion for his team, Pete's love of his team, it's something that we have for Carlton. It's something that everyone you know who loves footy has for their team. And this past week, somewhat belatedly, but I'm pleased that it's on the agenda, is draft reform. Yep. It started on Friday night. Um, I think I'd gone to do a traffic count. Was that last Friday? Yeah, it was. And I, I walked in the door, and I, I think it was because it, it was like I missed the start of the game. I just got back in at like quarter time or something. And I walk in the door, and Dad goes, you're not going to believe it, John Ralph's talking about like priority picks for Gold Coast. And I went, yeah, typical. And I put out a few tweets on the Prendercast Twitter about it, the effect of, of course, they're coming out and white-knighting the Gold Coast because we've been off the bottom for a week. Yeah, but you know, let's 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 yeah. ignore the fact that we've both won the same games. They beat us this year. They won two more games last year, and they've won two more games in the last five seasons. Let's let's ignore that. Let's ignore that we haven't qualified for finals since 2011. Gold Coast have never qualified for finals. St Kilda haven't qualified since 11. Brisbane haven't qualified since 2009. Um, Melbourne hadn't qualified between 06 and 18. Let's let's disregard all that. Let's disregard that you've had five teams for the better part of a decade be out of the final eight. Let's let's ignore that, but let's white knight the Gold Coast because, let's be honest, the media and a lot of the football public detest loathe Carlton yep. and don't want to accept or concede that the draft's broken and fixing it benefits everyone. Yep. So Ralph came out on Friday night and, and broached it. On Ralph. John Ralph. On Monday morning, SEN spoke about it. Robbo had an article about it. You know, mentioning it in the paper. And then on the couch, I clipped this up and we put it on our Twitter handle, on the couch, outstanding, Jared Healy particularly, Jonathan Brown was involved as well, and Nick Rewald especially. Finally, the conversation is getting some traction. The draft as it is does not work. The draft as it is does not best serve the teams that need help. The draft as it is is not what it was designed to be. It was designed to break the monopoly of Hawthorne, Carlton, Essendon, the top teams who monopolized the talent, who held the cards. And what frustrates me for so long is while we're at the bottom, the dialogue was always, it's your own fault. Learn how to draft. Learn how to trade. Learn how to develop. It's your own fault. Live with it. Melbourne went through it. St Kilda went through it. Brisbane went through it. We're doing it. Gold Coast are doing it. Plenty of other teams have. It's never, is the system broken? It's, no, no, you're, you're, you're fucked. You're using it badly. It's your fault. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not celebrating mediocrity. You know, you, that, you, you found yourself in a, a tough situation because of decisions made by your own hand. And you know what annoys um, me? We're, we're not going to help you. You know the thing about that so is, like, Tim, but, but it is what it is. Tim, you've been in, inside a, a, an AFL like list management structure. No team approaches a year, a draft, let alone a decade, wanting to sabotage themselves. Oh, absolutely not. No team sits there like Melbourne when they they look they they ballsed up a couple of early draft picks. Not a you know full. Absolutely, they did. Not the first team to do that. Spot on. No team enters that and goes, yeah, we yeah, we reckon Cale Morton's probably going to be delisted in three years. Let's draft him number four. Yeah. <laughs> they don't sit there and go, oh, yeah, let's let's really balls this up. Let's who, let's consign ourselves to a decade of shit. Who did yeah. he run away from? Brendan Lade. <laughs> he did too. He says he was running away from the con- to the next contest, but it looked like he was running away from a large man. <laughs> how, how, how was Timmy big knobbing it at uh, Princess Park when he saw <laughs> Brendan Lade? Oh. He was. Oh, poor boys. Old mates. Old mates. But, and the thing that annoys me as this is going on is 
the language that people use, and hopefully we can, this can start to change it, this discussion that's going on, there is no reward. Yeah, yeah. Getting a concession, a draft concession, a priority pick is not a reward. Yeah, getting it's, the it's first, a need. Getting the first pick in the draft is not a reward. No. You aren't rewarding the teams that are finishing on the bottom by giving them the best picks. It's, and that's, it's, a, it's a thing about language that annoys me. Who should get them? Oh, should there be a lottery? So Carlton are the worst team in the league. We end up with the fifth pick. Yeah. What happens What happens three or four times in a year in, yeah. in a row? Oh, you end up with bad luck. Yeah, the premiers, oh, whoever, the team that finished ninth. Get the, the, lottery, the lottery is not a perfect system. And I'll, from a personal point of view, as a Chicago Bulls fan, we've been dog turds for three, four years. We've gotten pick seven, pick seven, pick seven. You yeah, you that, might get one. You, don't you might the, get but two. But you don't have the breakout pick you need. Yeah. We haven't got the Zion. We haven't got the RJ Barrett that, you, you know. You don't that, have the breakouts opportunity. And this we've, is, done, we've done well, who we've drafted yeah, at seven, yeah. but they're not. You're not always building absolute game changers yeah. that you need. So they're good depth players, you know, good talented players. And we've also got to stop looking. The only other country that uses it purely, the draft, is the NFL and the NBA. Yeah. Okay. The major league kind of they've got a draft, but the draft is it's a bit of a, they draft kids to literally develop for four years. But it's kind of weird. But, but still, but, your major your, your major avenue in those sports to getting better is free agency. And this is it. Like they're so getting yeah, ready made but, but staff, in the NBA, footballers or basketballers to be able to add to what you've got. You get one draft pick per round. Yeah. To fix five positions. Yeah, that's right. Not eighteen to twenty-two positions. Yeah. The NFL. Yeah, you've got one pick every thirty-two. But you're drafting from a talent pool that is. Known and you actually yeah. these guys, these guys have played senior football. Television, hundreds of thousands of people watch. But, and but follow as you this. say, you've also got quarterback, you've got running back, you've got wide receiver, you've got offensive line, you've got defensive line, you've got linebacker, you've got the secondary, whether it be cornerback or um, or safety. That's basically seven positions there. That, the teams are drafting for need. Well, but but you're going thirty-two positions. Like there is going to be, and and there's there's different skills within all of those hmm. individual positions. You get the fifth best cornerback in the in in all of college football. He's a really really good player. Yeah. The fifteenth best that you might get in the third round or the fourth round. He's still a pretty good player and a damn good athlete as well. Sometimes they're just younger and they've got a little bit more of a ceiling and they're going to get hmm. better. But but you're not getting like. Pick ours 80, is, ours is a crap draft. Is a crap shoot. Is a yeah, crap you, shoot. You this, are rolling the dice and hoping that you find something. And this so. is what we're going to talk about. And I spoke about Pete as a segue. And and what I wonder sometimes is, do Gill and McLaughlin and AFL House get it? I think this I don't year, think Gil, I don't think no. Gill gets anything. No, but do yeah. they get what Carlton means to us, and what seeing us, what rocking up to a game for five years thinking we're probably not going to win today? I mean, we might snatch one. You know, I've seen us win in Melbourne twice in two years, yeah. sort of thing. Yep. And you're paying a membership and you're paying up and you're coming every week. And it's not that I deserve or we deserve more, but we should hope for more. And do but, they? And the thing I worry about is they look at it and they look at what the games become and watching all those old docos and watching teams play at Whitnoval and Victoria Park and Princess Park and Windy Hill and Waverley. The game has become so corporatized, so monetized, so different, so distinct from that. It's, he goes up into the medallion club and has lunch and 
you know, hobnobs with whoever it might be from government and whatever. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because Channel 7 and Fox are paying the deal. They're paying the big money for the broadcast rights. Fans are coming like they've never come before. Members are signing up like they've never come before. But also, members have probably got less faith in their football team for the following year than they've ever had before. Yeah. And what yeah. I what I want to propose is what I think the system should be. What I think the system needs to be and what they should very seriously look at implementing. Obviously, they're never going to... Gil's probably not listening, but uh, oh, they don't, they don't, don't have time to do this um, Fabian and I, we've spoken about this at length. The system as it is keeps teams at either end of the table for far, far too long. Yep. It keeps you at the top contending for far too long and it keeps you at the bottom stuck in purgatory for it's far too long. because the AFL's objective, and they've always used this language, and it's okay for clubs to use this language, and we did the whole sustained success. The AFL tried to allow clubs to build for sustained success. The AFL, that shouldn't be their objective. They should, rather than keeping teams at the top quicker, they should be shortening the length of stay down the bottom. Down the bottom. Individual clubs should be aiming for sustained success. Yes. But the AFL system should be... It's not success, is it? The word is opportunity. It's it. And, well, that's right. And, and my idea basically is Gillan McLaughlin needs to do one of two things. Option number one... Resign. Resign. <laughs> <laughs> Option number one is exhibit like American commissioner-style executive discretion, just complete and utter control, and he can dictate... Roger. At, Roger, at a moment's notice... Brisbane, um, due to results, by the way, you're getting a priority pick. And if anyone asks the question, he's the commissioner. I've decided it. Just they're, because. That's it. Just because. They're no good. I don't need to justify it. Surely you can see they're no good. Yep. So they're getting the pick. And I'm going to decide, is it uh, before the teams that made the finals? Is it before the first round? Is it after the first round? This is when they're getting their pick, et cetera. Show just complete and utter discretion and just say, i got no one to answer to. It's my, my way of the highway. You're getting these picks, blah, blah, blah. Take that mantle on. He won't do that because he's a soft cock and he wants to have Steve Hawking take all the heat on football matters so that Steve Hawking gets all the, the flames. What they need to do and what they hope to do is institute sweeping and holistic draft reform. The model needs to be thus. No minimum salary cap spend, gone. Yep. Because if you're finishing on the bottom, you should be paying what your team's worth. Yep. What that does later on, as you'll see this go down... It actually makes you more agile if you're going for free agents as well. Totally. So no minimum salary cap. Draftees are handed a minimum four-year contract when they sign. They cannot be traded in the first two years of that contract, but for executive discretion by Steve Hocking mm. or whoever, if you know some of a bereavement or mm. whatever the case may be, fine. And they become pure free agents, no restricted, no unrestricted. You are a free agent or you are not at the conclusion of their second AFL contract. So that'll either be a minimum of five years. More generally, it'll be an average of six to seven years. They'll have their first four-year deal. And then more often than not, I'd imagine it'd be a two-year contract after that to take them to six. Therefore, they're 24, 25 years old when they become free agents. Yep. And they're still playing good footy. Still playing good footy. And six years is a long enough time. Six years is a long enough time for their club to either woo them and retain them or for them to go, this probably isn't working. I'd like to go home. I'd like more opportunity, whatever the case may be. I want to play on the MCJ. Or more more cash. Yep. Cash. Cash. No cash. Robbo. And then this is the draft itself. If you miss the eight, the 10 teams that miss the eight pick twice before the teams that make it. You finish on the bottom of the ladder, you pick one and 11. You finish 17th, you pick two and 12, and so on. The method behind that 
is that you go into every draft as the worst team in the competition with 1, 11, and 29. Using Carlton as a model from last year, we select Sam Walsh at number one. Number 11, we can either retain and use on a, a good kid, or it's the pick we needed to trade for to get Mitch McGovern. We've got it already. Yep. Adelaide made, Did Adelaide make the eight last year? No. 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 But use I say say they no, say they, didn't. No. say they finished fifth and their first pick is what twenty five, so they sit there and go well, fuck we probably want to get in the first round because we got to chase these kids, that's how you get in you're the one that has to give up assets the yep. teams that make the eight are the ones that have to trade back into the draft not Carlton not we needed Caleb Marchbank so we had to lose Zach Tui, yep nope we wanted to get another no pick. point taking one step forward to go nope. one step back and the best thing about what you're saying which I agree with everything. Because you have some idiots go, he's a Carlton supporters. No. You're doing this. It's for we've done with the draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nearly. If anything, if anything, what you're proposing is probably not going to help us. No, and this is the thing: people need to be unemotional, and they need to stop being selfish, and they need to realise that, hey, maybe it benefits Carlton now, but it benefits your team when you need it as well. Yeah. Because yeah. all the talk at the moment about the priority pick, as a Carlton supporter, you're sitting there and you're going, look, realistically, I don't think that we need it. But if they're going to give it to Gold Coast have to. On, on any measure, have to. on any measure that you say Gold Coast should be getting something, how can you not give Carlton something as well? And, and personally, I, I think as you're legally saying, they can't. Honestly, we'll sue them. Honestly, well, you hate it's a bad look, sour grapes, whatever you want to say. You take them to to court and go, "Where's your transparency?" You can't. Because the whole executive decision thing, that doesn't exist, does it? That Gil has no. this. No. Well, well, he could probably do it, but he's, as I said, he's a soft cock. He won't. Well, you as know, I said, they used their discretion this time around to saying the priority assistance that both Gold Coast and Carlton got was Carlton got two VFL state, players, state yeah. league players, um, Gold Coast got three. So they've already recognised there that they thought that Gold Coast, Gold Coast needed more than what we did, but we won two games less than what they did. But at the end of the day, it gave us. Collateral that we used this year at the trade table this is to what, be able to bring more the, assets. The word in. you use is spot on. For for the system that I'm proposing, the system that I think works best is it gives the teams that need the ammo, need the collateral. It, you've got it. We want to chase Papley or Jack Martin. Well, we've already got the pick to potentially make that happen. We don't have yep. to go find it. We don't have to lose a player or lose other picks. We've got it, and we can just say straight away, "Yeah, use he's our pick 12. Yep. Um, is that good enough to get the deal done for a team that potentially is in the eight? Yeah, it might be. Yep, they might sit there and go, "Yeah, would, that is would enough." You... And sorry, Fab. Yep. What it also does is using once again last year as an example. We keep one, we take Walsh, we have eleven that goes to Adelaide for McGovern, so we haven't lost anything to try to get McGovern done. Um, you can chase a pure free agent, Dylan Shield, or someone else. The pure free agent, you can bring them in for nothing. And and I think that's probably the challenge with the system at the moment. And it's happened a little bit in the NBA as well, and we were sort of talking off pot a little bit about cap space and what its benefit to your team if you're genuinely trying to reload at free agency. But of late, clubs and recruiting managers are using the system to be able to say, well, if I'm going to lose a player through free agency, rather than take the free agency compensation, I'm going to push more to do a trade and get more. And it, and, and it becomes harder but to be able to move that player. And it benefits players too because tradable assets or desired assets will get longer contracts. Clubs will tie them to for potentially longer. trade yeah. them rather than lose them for nothing. So the players will get more certainty with longer contracts, yep. which we sort of saw happening quite a while ago with guys getting five-year deals. Yep. 
Now it's rare superstars get five-year deals, but you probably find that if an average contract's two years, it might go to three. Yep. Because they want to tie that asset up. They don't want to lose it. They don't want to get in the last year of a contract, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And look, as I said, before, before we move on, just my thing here is that you have to remove the top team's ability to cherry-pick the talent, that which they do. Definitely. And this removes that. Yeah, they can go after free agents. They can try to beat the house. They can try to outrun the draft. But this system will catch, you'll catch, be caught up. Yeah. Pretty quickly. If you're adding two or three quality assets every yeah. single year. Hawthorne and Geelong doing what sooner. they're doing, they'll be caught pretty soon. And then the system benefits them. They drop out of the eight. They get the two picks. Yeah, it's not 25 years. It's, it's not it's, 25 it's, it's years. Five years. reload in three, four, three, and five, four. yeah. And then before we move on, just for tanking, people always say tanking. You know the difference under this system between finishing eighth and ninth is? Pick 10 and 20 for finishing ninth. Pick 21 for finishing eighth. It's not huge. You're not tanking. You're not missing the eight for what effectively amounts to pick 20. And what yeah. the last three seasons have showed us, it, make the eight and you've got to crack. You've yeah. got to crack at make winning a flag. It's, yeah. not, it's not a – it used to be top four or nothing. Well, and then some teams will back themselves with free agency. They'll just sit there and go, we'll just chase free agents. Just on the Gold Coast temporarily, because we, okay. aren't, we, aren't, we aren't biased here. Like they, they, especially the AFL, given their investment, they need help. They're not us. I don't disagree. They'll, they'll fail as a club. Yeah, no, totally. They they cop us, and I said this. On I reckon Twitter. they need a two million dollar added bonus on That's their salary cap. That's a well, lot of money. Well, there's big talk at the moment that that they're going to throw. Don't worry about draft picks and that, which will take three years, four years, because yeah. draft picks aren't going to win your flag in year one. Yeah, they need free agents. They need that, or they don't need Izzy, Izzy Folau and bloody no, what was no. his name? Carmichael. Carmichael. <laughs> and I and I agree. I agree. They, they need a gas. They need yeah jets in their prime. Well, and, and in the end, Gary Ablett put bums on seats, but he. I still don't think he was the kind of footballer you. They build didn't a spend hundred percent of their cap. Yeah. Well, they had let's come out of, now. They had a bunch of kids, didn't they? Predominantly, they had Bock and they needed guys, to go but... out and get free agents and pay, pay pay senior people to be competitive. Yeah, they just got the now, wrong, the GWS the are in place. a bit of a cycle now where they lose guns, but they get so much draft and this picks. Is this, and this is spot on fact. But at least they're in that cycle. But, this, what that's, but what this system does as well is GWS is kind of, yeah, look, they're, they're running, trying to outrun the system, as I said, but they can't keep doing that for much longer. With this system here, yeah, you lose Shield, you lose Trelaw, whoever, 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 but you're not just getting a pick seven back. You're not just getting pick five in return. You're not just breaking even and going back to the well with another kid. So you're actually sitting there going, it's in your interest. You want to keep these players or you want to trade them. Mm. It's one or the other and it allows you to be a bit more agile. So, But look, that's just my thoughts on draft reform. And it's refreshing that we're starting to see conversations in the media about it. We just need them to be pretty ballsy. And basically, we just need people to show the maturity to admit the system doesn't work. Just because it's not going to help your team today, you need to be mature enough to realise a system like this in place benefits every team when it's their turn. Yeah. And, and look, I think when you look at a Port Adelaide this year that have added... Rosie, Dersma, and Butters. That's a um, lose, like Wingard. They lost Wingard, they lost Pittard, they lost... Uh, Obviously brought in um, Burton as well. Pollock. No, exactly right. I so mean, they, they, they lost some very good players. And sometimes you will still see trades, obviously, but you won't see they trades. Won that, they won that, by the way. Which trade? Jack Homsch as well, they lost. Yeah. Uh, well, Ryan, we'll Burton, Ryan Burton will Ryan be... Ryan Burton's a good footballer. Yeah, good player. We'll, uh, we'll move on from that. That was a good discussion. We'll go to Carlton now. Yeah, we're going to have a bit of a, a sort of a chat generally about Carlton. And the-